What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 10 After 7 podcast with your host, Michael Cody Stevenson. I'm recording this on January 9th, 2019, and this podcast is officially ready to take on what will be the greatest year in the history of sports. Why? The Los Angeles Dodgers will win the World Series in 2019. The Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles Chargers, I believe, will play in the Super Bowl in 2019. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers will upset the Golden State Warriors and go to the NBA Finals in... All right, I'm not ready to make that statement. But in the summer of 2019, the Los Angeles Lakers will trade the house for Anthony Davis. It's all happening in 2019. Los Angeles is ready to make the statement that it is the sports capital of the world. Forget the East Coast. Forget the Patriots. The dynasty's dead. Forget the Red Sox. They had their year last year. Let's never talk about it again. But on today's podcast, we're going to dive right into the divisional playoffs in the NFL. I'm bringing on my two good buddies, Kyle Slowey and Ryan Music. Lots of knowledge about to be dropped. We're going to screw around a little bit, and we will make predictions. So get your bets ready. Put them in. Fade my bets. That's your best bet right there. So Ryan Music and Kyle Slowey coming up next. Cody. Kyle Slowey. We got one down. Where's, yeah. where's our other guy? What's going on? What's up, boy? All right. All right, guys. We got us all three here. <laughs> I'm going to first ask you guys. I'll start with Slowey. How are your nine days into 2019? Crushing it? Uh, I've been crushing it. I've been um, I've been accomplishing my goals. And uh, I didn't go out last weekend, so that's a definite plus. <laughs> oh, so, good start. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to, like, cut back on the – going out and whatnot and start grinding music what about you uh, had a great nine days so far um you know just trying to new year new me you know so trying to live that healthy lifestyle like everyone else we'll see if it lasts even through Jan- january you know take it one day at a time one week at a time one month at a time and try and get some good momentum you know yeah and i'll say uh mine lasted about eight and a half days until <laughs> about an hour ago why? You, so uh, I was going to Jersey Mike's. Oh, no. Bad start. It's in the, it's in the same place as a I'm grocery a store. I'm a huge fan. Oh, no. So, Jersey Mike's is great. Oh, it's just okay. not a good spot to go if you're trying to, you know, everyone loves a good Philly cheesesteak, but I don't know if that necessarily is on your list of New Year's resolutions. No, 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 no. I had a ra- hey, no. I had a buffalo chicken wrap, all right? Okay. Wait, Jer- no, that's not big, big Mike's. Is, Jersey Mike's is, like, cleaner. They, like, you know, they have, like, the Italian sandwiches. Fair enough, fair so, enough. So anyways, nothing about Jersey Mike's. So I get there. I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> I think I have a pretty good spot. I'm not a prime parking spot guy. I'll do the walking. So I turn into the spot, and there's a shopping cart right in the oh, middle of no. the parking spot. So my question to you guys is, does that person deserve jail time or the electric chair? Ooh, I <laughs> right, go jail time. Oh. Electric so chair is like, a little harsh, but jail time. I mean, you would have thought I stubbed my toe. I was MFing everyone. I was like, what the f- – come on, guys. It's 2019. What the f- are we doing? Now, here – I'm curious. Was there any other parking spots, or was it just tough to find? Like, you're driving around for a little bit. No. Like, I – like I said, I'm not a prime parking spot guy, so I just was going to the first one that I saw. Oh, no, yeah. 
and it was right there. And then I had to obviously go around and I was just pissed off. All right. Yeah. So my 2019 was good until that point. You know what's oh, also good. in that category is motorcycles and smart cars. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing <laughs> worse. <laughs> yeah, you get you get you get duped by Teslas once in a while. Oh, oh no, nothing worse than pulling up and thinking you're gonna get one of the prime spots, and you're just like loving it, like oh man, this is it, and then just having all your hopes and dreams come crashing down when you realize that it's a motorcycle parked sideways. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the absolute worst. But anyways, positive vibes. We're here to talk about the NFL playoffs. We're just gonna start with the first game. The six seed Colts in the AFC versus the number one seed Kansas City Chiefs. I said I'm about to die on the Indianapolis Colts' hill because I saw them play, you know, it was the Texans. The Texans played a terrible game. <laughs> I do re- I do realize the Colts scored twenty one points early and didn't score after that, but I think they are a very complete team. And Andrew Luck is all the way back. Music, you could take over. You could ask, you could say what you think about this game, but I'm all in on the Colts. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I think they're all going to be great games, to be honest. But uh, I'm actually going to go with the Chiefs here. I do feel you on the Colts. I've been all about the Colts since their winning streak and definitely thought that they were way better than the Texans. I thought the Texans were a bunch of frauds. But I do think the Chiefs... I do think the Chiefs are going to get the better end of this game just because the Colts have a good defensive line and good linebackers, but I don't love their secondary. And I think that they're just going to sort of, obviously the Chiefs having as many weapons as they do, they're going to kind of spread the ball around and get the better end of their defense. Um, I just, the, the reason the Colts were able to get success against the Texans is the Texans have a terrible offensive line. So it was good for, um, their defensive ends to get after Deshaun Watson. And then all they had to do is kind of double team uh, DeAndre Hopkins and the Texans didn't really have any other weapons other than that. So they couldn't run the ball, only had one downfield threat and it kind of all came crashing down on them. I think they'll have a much more difficult time with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. Slowly, what about you? You agree with me? I'm a Colts you going guy. with the Colts? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, once they you know, drafted Quinn Nelson, the O-line just been blossoming. Um, so that, I mean, what I comes down to here for me is who's going to be able to stop the other. And I think the Colts defense can stop the chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes has been unbelievable, definitely MVP, but there's like stats out there that once he's contained in the pocket for more than three seconds is like the third lowest completion percentage. So I'm saying the Colts can figure it out, but you know it's going to come down to the wire. This this game and uh, one other game I think is just going to come straight down to the wire. But I believe in the Colts defense with you know Darius Leonard just leading the pack, uh, keeping it close. What I got, what what I got from you guys right there is absolutely pound the over on this one. Yeah, oh, I definitely yeah. think it'll We're be a shootout. About, yeah. I don't even know what it is. I'm trying to pull it up right so now. So we got the over under at 57. Um, Ooh, that's rich. I was rich. saying the lock of the day was the Colts to cover five and a half. Mm, yeah, I'd buy that. Unless it's because it's going to come down to like, I mean, just like the Rams Chiefs game did. Um, you know, what was that? End of November, right? Yeah. Uh, so for this, so for this game, I was thinking. I know it gets brought up. It's a very easy thing to say, but can we all agree that all the pressure is on Kansas City in this one? They're at home. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's tough for a six seed. The last six seeds to go to the Super Bowl were the 2011 Packers and the 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, and... I also just think that no one really expected much from the Colts this entire season. And so the fact that they even made the playoffs and then won a playoff game, I think they're just kind of whatever 
at this point is just sort of people are looking at them like, hey, great season, just kind of do what you can. And you're going up against the Chiefs, who have been one of the best teams. Like, you know, I think the Chiefs are the team that everyone's expecting to fall and crumble like they normally do in the playoffs. Right. And yeah, their defense, they're just, they're probably the last defense out of all the teams left that you really cannot rely on. Oh, for sure. Well, the thing is, you know, we all know. Can the running backs. Go ahead. The running back advantage, Marlon Mack, great game last week. Damian Williams, really, this is going to be his first big game, along with Marlon Mack. Who would you guys give the edge to in that one? Because in the receivers, you do have Travis Kelsey, you have Tyreek Hill. On the other side, T.Y.'s been absolutely killing it all year. But then you have guys like Chester Rogers. Ebron's a, had a great year, but we know he's capable of dropping big passes and big moments. So who do you guys give the edge to with skill positions? Go ahead, Slow. It's crazy. Um, it, this is, it's so tough because Sammy Watkins is probably not going to play. Um, you know, so that's a factor. When they had Kareem Hunt, I'd definitely give it to the Chiefs. But Damian Williams, he's definitely been producing on, you know, receiving and rushing. Tyreek Hill. It's it's crazy to say, given it's the Colts, because Luck just relies on those tight ends so heavy. But And Marlon Mack has been looking great. And I've been actively rooting against him since I'm a Le'Veon Bell fan and want him to sign there in the offseason. <laughs> but I think he's just been proven, you know, his, his worth. So, I, honestly, it's a toss. Oh, you know what? It's probably the Chiefs. They got – Kelsey and Hill and you know Tyree Kill just at any moment any moment any yeah. moment yeah I definitely think it's the Chiefs narrowly obviously if they had Kareem Hunt and Sammy Watkins it's not even close no. but um, I still think with I think Tyree Kill is better than uh, T.Y. Hilton who I agree he's been having a great stretch here and a great season overall he's been balling but I, I would still take Tyreek Hill and I would take Travis Kelsey over Eric Ebron and Marlon Mack's good. He's sure. definitely better than um, Damian Williams, but I still, I'm going to give the edge overall to the chiefs. It's just crazy. Cause Andrew Luck's been making these guys look a lot better than. Oh, you know, exactly. Any other see, I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. I could see, I know the spread is five. And, half, yeah. and so you're going to, you said you're going to take the Colts on that one. I could see the chiefs defense falling so flat that Andrew Luck just shreds them to pieces. He just did that, you know? I mean, it, Texans defense isn't bad. They got playmakers. And they and that offensive line, like you brought up earlier, you, and that's the main thing. If you don't get pressure on this guy, he's going to sit back there like we – it honestly reminded me Andrew Luck was very – like he would – he was mentioned with the likes of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady coming up. We know about his shoulder injury. When I was watching that game, I was like, holy crap, dude. When this guy has time, he could basically put the ball anywhere. And that's the thing. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think um, I think it's going to be the type of game, like Slowy said, with the Rams, where I definitely think the Colts are absolutely going to put up points. I just also think the Chiefs are going to put up points as well, and it's just going to sort of be who's got the ball last and can drive the length of the field. And we know that – they obviously play much better at home in that environment. I'm just banking on it's going to be a, you know, 35-31 type game or something like that. Yeah, that would be something. And we need we need that after last week's clunker. I was thinking the lock of the day. Yeah, we had covered for me. I was just thinking that. You know, for, what's the what's the money line on that? I don't know. I don't. I'm just looking at ESPN's. Uh, spread. Oh, let me let me check what they got it at. But I mean, it's probably. 
I'm jumping on that. I'm I'm riding them the way, Andrew Luck the all way. the way to the damn Super Bowl. Yes. I mean, I'm going to throw ten bucks on it. <laughs> like plus two hundred. I mean, I'm, I'm not double okay. your money. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got the Colts plus five and a half. Slowy's got the Colts plus five and a half. Are you taking the Chiefs, Muse? Uh, I mean, I'll take I'll take Colts plus five and a half, but Chiefs to win the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like All right, well, I'm a money I'm a money oh. line guy. Let's jump to let's jump to the second game. We got the Rams and Cowboys. There's no team I hate more in this entire country than the Dallas Cowboys because <laughs> they aren't they aren't America's team. But I do have I do have stock left in Dak Prescott. I've been texting you all year, oh, Ryan. Gosh. Been texting you slowly. I still believe in this guy. He did it last week, that third and fourteen when he took off and ran. Beautiful. Now going into LA. I think the spread's seven right now, I believe. Yeah, I think I think the Rams will cover. Ooh. Whoa. Just come I, on. I do th- I do I I'm gonna go with the cover. I love Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel Elliott is just amazing. Oh, dude. Do I have some stats for him you? and the <laughs> yeah, the him and Gurley the him and Gurley matchup, we know they're the two best running backs from scrimmage. They have the most yards the last two years. But I do think the Rams need to cover this game and win big because if not there's going to be a lot of questions, especially if they lose McVay. Uh, he's going to start to cool off a little bit. Slowly, you could start with this Especially one. coming out of the bye week. You know, you have so much extra time to prepare. Almost, what, 13 days if you count um, this week. Um, but, you know, Rams, Rams uh, rushing defense has been pretty much the worst in the league. Um, they give up like 5.1 yards per carry. That's pretty much what Zeke's averaging anyways, but you know, they gave up 194 to the Bears. So what is you know, what is the leading rusher in the NFL going to do to this Rams defense? And, you know, frankly, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to stop it. But that's something you got to focus on. And um, But, you know, I'm, hopefully the Rams offense just comes out and torches them. But, again, like I'm saying, when I look at these games, it's which defense do I think can stop the opponent's offense? And I think the Cowboys' D can stop the Rams. So I think it's be a little bit more closer than it was. Just kind of like how the Cowboys played the Saints, you know, four years, four weeks ago. It could be similar to that. And yeah, it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. If that's the case, I, I haven't seen the Cowboys defense play that good. I mean, that was one of the best defensive performances we saw all year when they went Insane. Win it, or, Insane. Yeah, beat, beat the Saints. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why I definitely – I'm going to go – I would take Cowboys plus points, but I'll still take Rams to win. Um, that's probably just being a bit of a homer and hoping that they win more than actually – thinking that they can I, I think it's it is a bit of a bad matchup for the Rams because the Rams are somewhat similar to the Saints in that especially when you look at the way the Rams had struggled on offense at the end of the year the Cowboys have great linebackers Jalen Smith Leighton Van Der Esch and they're really quick and versatile going side to side so if they're able to sort of at least stop Gurley and slow up that running game and sort of force Goff to be the one to pick apart the defense and beat them, I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, Slowly, you mentioned, obviously, about their run defense. They do great getting after the passer and getting sacks. That's like what Wade Phillips' defenses are always known for. But they do struggle against the run. And so I think the way that – like we know Aaron Donald – and Dominican Sue, you know, those guys are going to create pressure. They're going to get after Dak Prescott. But if they can run the ball, it sort of opens everything up. I mean, 
the Rams defense is all about big plays. Like they're vulnerable to giving up yards and points, but then they're also, you know, like Marcus Peters is a ball hawk. He's going to try and jump routes to get a pick. And sometimes it works and he gets a pick or a pick six. And sometimes he gets totally burned for like a 45 yard touchdown. So I think it'll be close, but I'm pulling for the Rams. I just, I, my concern is that they stop the run and force Goff to sort of pick them apart. And we've seen what that turned into against teams like the bears. And it, it, it was not pretty. I'd say in this matchup, it's pretty interesting with the quarterbacks because who would you give the edge to? Goff. We've seen, yeah, Goff. You would, you would give it to Goff? No Why? Because I, think, I think if Dak Prescott, I think he should probably use his legs a little bit more. Absolutely. But I, I think if they open that up, I think Dak could do much more. I don't know. If you were to look at the stats at the end of the game and saw that the Cowboys won, what would you need to see? Out of Dak Prescott stats, yeah, running it. <laughs> I don't. I think that's a weakness <laughs> of the Rams. Like QB, QBs with wheels is just awful. And I just found the stat: ca- we give up the most rushing yards per attempt in the NFL. One thousand nine hundred fifty-seven yards. That's like we almost let someone like you know. It's like an NFL single single season record. <laughs> it, it's but crazy. the Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys in general, I feel like they're so easy to tell. Like you don't even need to watch the game. Just if you look at the box score at the end of it, how many times and how, how many times they pass and how many times they run <laughs> could tell the whole story. Well, it's actually the same we- with the Rams too. There's like, I got, I can't remember the exact stat off the top of my head, but it's like under Sean McVay, when Todd Gurley runs the ball more than like 17 times or yeah. something, they're like 15 and zero. And anytime he runs the ball fewer than 15 times, they have, you know, they're whatever the difference is. It's like, they're like 10 and eight or something like that, you know? Yes. Um, Same, same with the Cowboys. I think it's 20 or more for Ezekiel. They're a very hard team to beat. It's tough. Like the only reason I'm not saying it's not a good stat and it doesn't tell you a lot, but it's also kind of like a little bit of confirmation bias because like, okay, so they win when they run more. Well, yeah, obviously, because if they're winning and they have a lead, they're going to run the ball more to run the clock out. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not saying I don't trust it, I just don't know. Like, it seems obvious, right? Like, oh, yeah, you run the ball more, you win. Like, yeah, that's kind of the case for most teams, I think. Yeah, but I don't know how many times you actually want Dak Prescott. That's to what they're football. saying. There's like a correlation of like, if you're winning, you run more too. Right, exactly. So, yeah. like, but I do agree. I mean, like, you can't, you can't give the ball to Zeke 10 times and expect Dak Prescott to drop back like he's Drew Brees and go, like, throw the ball 45 times and expect to win the game. It's just, yeah that's not how they're built to win. So I, I do agree with you guys. It's not, it's not a formula for success for the Cowboys. You think, yeah. So yeah, go ahead. So do you think not, uh, and Sue is a, a little bit of a bust in terms of what we signed him for? And, I mean, our rush, you know, we have the worst rush defense in the NFL, you know, statistically. And he has minimal sacks. I think he has under five. So, I mean, you think that's open to Darnold, but. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Donald's had a phenomenal year, almost broke the record. Maybe we're seeing the correlation right there that Sue being double teamed, more focus on him. But Aaron Donald's a monster regardless. I mean, we've seen him do it without Dominic Sue. Yeah, I mean, I I get what you're saying, Slow. Like, I think the good thing is they only did it for one year, you know? So it's like, did they overpay for him for one year? I think based off of his individual stats yeah 
but because it's only a one-year deal, like I wouldn't be worried about it. You know, if he, if they were paying him whatever it is, like 18 or 20 million or whatever it is for the next three years, I'd be a little yeah, concerned because right? yeah. I'd be like, Oh man, that's a problem. Yeah. We were already under the cap this year. What, you know, if he's making an impact and it makes right. sense, Donald's balling. So I'll say this, we all want the Rams to win, but it might rain on Saturday and that stadium is going to be a flood. What do you think? What, what do you think? No. What do you think? The per- what do you think the percentage is of Cowboy fans? Cause I went to the first game that the Rams were back in LA, 95,000 people there. And the majority of those people were Dallas Cowboy fans who I can't stand. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's Cowboy fans. Everywhere. I went to the Packers Rams game and there was more Packers fans than Rams fans. And even the yeah. chiefs uh, Rams game I went to, Literally a huge flock of Chiefs were there. So, I don't know. It's L.A. We didn't have a team, so there's a lot of, you know, right. uh, fan affiliations. That and you just can't ask for a worse situation if it rains. I mean, it rained last year. We were at the game when they played the Falcons. That was the worst. Did it rain? Rain? Yeah. Not if that it, much, right? No, nah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it could was a spring. Yeah, pouring. if it if it pours on Saturday, that's good news for the Cowboys. Bad news for the Rams, for sure. So we're all taking the Rams. Let's jump to the next day. The other loss. Wait, wait. Uh, I just have. Where are you guys watching that game? Just curious. Is it a big uh, enough? I mean, is it a big enough game for you as a Rams fan to like go somewhere and watch it? Or yeah, you know? I'll go somewhere to watch it. I'm not. A, I went to two Rams games this year, and personally, I don't know if it's because I'm like grumpy or something. But football crowds just don't do it for me. <laughs> Leaving that stadium after the Chiefs game was brutal. I mean, I mean, I almost bought tickets for this game. You know, uh, I had two friends that had tickets. They ended up selling it for profit just because prices skyrocketed. Yeah, Chernowski, that fraud. Well, Amber selling Root. your tickets. What a fraud. Uh, Amber Root bought like 20 of them to make a profit. Like a couple weeks ago. I guess. I guess. Let's that jump is a over fraud, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. What a sellout. Yeah, seriously. Would I ever, if the Dodgers, if I had, I would never, ever in my life. I want to go bad. Fuck. But yeah. yeah, I thought about it, but I'll I'll hold off for an NFC Championship if the Saints get upset. Yeah, so let's go to the ne- let's go to the next day. Or you could just go got- to New Orleans like a boss. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm wow. Exactly. I'm not a boss. That's what would happen <laughs> off if you know if both teams win. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I might fly down. Anyways. All right, Los Angeles Chargers going into Foxborough on <laughs> Sunday. I think this game is going to be awesome. Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, two old dudes, lots of kids between them. <laughs> uh, lots of kids just on Rivers, let alone How many is Rivers between. Have? He's he's going on his ninth. Oh God, is it really seven. that many? I thought it was yeah. seven. No, it's nine, and it's seven girls. Gosh, yeah, okay. Nice. You know what? I was gonna say the only reason that I would go up to nine is if I like had a if I didn't have a kid, you know, a son yet. Speaking you know, of, hey, uh, real quick side note: Did you guys see Kobe's gonna have his third girl? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, wait, no, fourth. Is it his fourth? I think it's his fourth. No, it's, okay. it's gonna be the third. Third, but he's gonna have to have a fourth. To... Yeah, I remember when he had his like second, and the reporters asked him, like, "Man, second girl, like, do you want a boy?" And he's like, "Shut up, nerds! Like, I have girl, <laughs> I, have, I have girl, I have girls because I don't have sex with my socks on." Yeah, he literally shot back at the writers. Well, and you know what? Financially, it's not really a big deal to him. You know, to he can you know support just like Phil. Like he can support as many kids Uh, as he wants. So might as well shoot for the stars to get us on. We need a we need a Mamba Junior. I mean, I think yeah, we we gotta. There's a Bronny Junior. We need a Mamba Junior. 
Yeah, and soon because we we want them all in the league together again. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible, dude. Anyways, anyways, I'm uh, rooting for the Chargers. Another LA bias, and I would never ever in life root for the Patriots. Uh, what's the spread on this? Nah, I should have the spreads in front. Four, but four. Pretty sure, yeah, four. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. I took their money line last week, nailed it. Uh, I'm taking them basically like the same way I feel about the Colts. I think they have a complete football team. Mm-hmm. I think what they did with their defense against the Ravens, granted it was the Ravens, and they ran a middle school offense last uh, week. What, talk about frauds. Them and the Texans, two total frauds. <laughs> if we're going to debate that, the Ravens were much worse. I mean, that was a t- one of the worst games I've ever watched in my life. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll let it be because I could go on and on about that, but go ahead. Yeah, so I, I'm rooting for Philly. I used to not – Philly as in Phillip Rivers. I call him Philly. I'm rooting for him. I used to not be a fan. When him and Cutler had the rivalry, I thought Phillip Rivers was the biggest prick. Yeah, you were always a Cutler guy. I'm a Broncos fan. Well, yeah, I I know. I know, Slowy, you're a Broncos fan. I meant Cody, for some reason, was a Cutler guy. I had no idea why. Can I just just tell you just one story real quick? I was watching the game, and, you know, when you're younger, you don't watch every game. But I was watching the Chargers-Broncos game, and some sort of beef was going down. I don't know if it was, like, you know, at halftime or Yeah, when they were yelling. And Rivers brought him and his boys out to, like, center of the field. And Cutler just went out there by himself. I was like, damn, Cutler is a tough <laughs> son of a gun. Man. And I was like, you know what? Forget Phil Rivers, you know. And, you know, that rivalry is carried over till now. But yeah. And then you realize that Cutler just doesn't give enough. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, hey shut up. Don't go there. On, Cody, that you love? Uh, uh, very Cavallari season yeah. two coming out. Season two coming out soon. I mean, shout out to shout out to Reagan on that show. She's gonna be my wife one day. All right, but uh, what up, Reagan? Yeah, so up, Cody. His quotes I've, there are hilarious, by the way. Just like I've, I've come around on Philip, just because. I mean, he's the old guy without the ring. You gotta root for that story. If you're honestly rooting for Brady in this matchup, I probably wouldn't trust you anymore. I probably think you're a bad person. You've gotten into a lot of trouble in your past. Because really, who's going to root for the guy who has everything over Philip over here, who's just trying to win it for his kids? I feel you. I honestly do. Um, Ryan, do you want to go? Go ahead. I, I just, I can't. I, I, I would pull for the Chargers. I just, I will not bet against the Patriots until Tom Brady's no longer the quarterback and Bill Belichick's no longer the head coach. I like just can't do it. It just seems like it's just a dumb bet. Fair I enough. know I watched that team and like they are not talented. They're just not. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Like I didn't think they were that talented last year either, but like they just they're the the best coach team and Brady somehow finds a way. Hmm. So look, when you when you look at the Chargers, you got Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, who's banged up, both of his knees are kind of banged up now. They got Keenan Allen. Um, and then their defense is loaded too. I'm like, they're clearly much more talented overall, but I just like in Foxborough, it may snow. I think I saw its potential for snow. It's going to be cold. I'm like, I just can't do it. I can't bet against Brady and Belichick. So I'm going to have to go to the Patriots. And, you know, I love everything you just said because I have a TV tool pad. I have my Tom Brady sweatshirt. Jersey sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, the sweat. Yeah, the sweatshirt's like an XXXXL. Yeah, it's a triple so. X. It's it's more of a dress than you know. It's all about comfort <laughs> when you're watching their games. It's what Bill Belichick essentially wears on the sidelines. Nice. But um, 
cut off and everything. Like I was saying earlier, this is the game I think is going to be close. Um, I just think that Chargers defense is real and the Patriots is porous. And losing Josh Gordon to another failed drug test, Gronk a shell of his old self. Oh, poor Gronk. Yeah, poor Gronk. But he, I mean, he's he's probably going to Hollywood next year. He'll probably retire. But and he has the hottest. He has the hottest girlfriend on earth. So. If you're the Chargers, this is the team you wanted to play over the Chiefs, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Brady's not looking at you know himself. He's throwing dinks and dunks, and he doesn't really connect on the long ball. So it's going to be – but, you know, a week. You give Bill Belichick this much time off. Uh, it's going to be tough. One of the things I do like is probably the over in this game, which is 47. I think both Ooh. offenses are pretty elite. I think what we've seen – I'd just the be worried about that real quick. I'd just be worried about that over if it snows and the weather. That could be Oh, I didn't sketch. factor that. Yeah. You know but I, I agree. In normal conditions, yeah, I definitely would take the over. Is it going to I like the train? I think I, I think saw a couple of like reports. 15. Yeah. So I, I like this game in particular for the Chargers because the rare times that we've seen Tom Brady lose, I'd want to go back to win. I think it was Peyton Manning's last year when they went into Denver. Granted, it was in Denver. This one's yeah. in Foxborough. But if you get to Tom Brady, we know that he's great at getting rid of the ball faster than anyone on the underneath routes to Edelman, whoever it is, plug in anyone, Russ, Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. I think the way Ingram and Bosa played last week against the Ravens, if they're even half that and get pressure on Tom Brady, I think the Chargers will win this game. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that game was – I actually thought it was really interesting. I can't remember who. I think it was from MMQB, or it might have been from Peter King. I can't remember. But somebody talked to Anthony Lynn after the game and talked about their game plan. Like, they just had such a good game plan going into the Baltimore game because they had played him a couple of weeks before, and they lost. But, like, they knew that Lamar Jackson couldn't make the throws necessary. So they played without a safety – and they played with seven DBs. So they just matched up man-to-man. And then that's why they were able to get, like, so much pressure on them. It's because they weren't playing with actual safeties. Or, well, And they they played Derwin James, but he wasn't playing true safety. So, like, I don't know. I'm weary against that. They're not going to be able to do the same thing against the Patriots, obviously. Yeah. But you, no, wait, said, I don't know. you said that Tom Brady doesn't really have a deep ball anymore. I would do the and there's thing. no deep threat. Yeah, there's no deep threat in Josh Gordon. Maybe they can kind of play the same way. Not I don't exactly know, man. It's way, it's a risky played... it's a risky thing. Like they don't have a true deep threat, but like they, no one as great of a game plan that is. No one game plans better than Belichick. So I wouldn't like I. It's it's a tough thing to say that you're going to go in and have a better scheme. Like nobody prepares better week to week, and then half to half quite yeah, like the Patriots. Half. So. It's it's tough. It's really tough to say that they're going to come in with a better game plan than the Patriots. I mean, they have better players. There's no doubt about it. But scheme-wise, I'm always going to side with Belichick. And I bet you Belichick is talking about and discussing the same things we are right now, how the Chargers oh, yeah. last week. And he might assume that they're going to do the same thing because, you know, no Josh Gordon for, you know, the deep ball. Hogan's not really existent right now. And he could just – game plan against that i saw a video like earlier in the year when he was targeting a rookie safety and he just complicated the routes perfectly that he knew like someone with that much experience would you know botch it and it was just a you know 35 yard touchdown and then some wide open right. so i could see belichick screaming against it but now you know just hearing both of you talk cody kind of persuaded me i'm thinking 
be risky and do charges to win. Well, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I think in any I think in any other year, especially the years past when the Chargers have just kind of fallen flat on their faces in big games. This year, they kind of can look back and go, no, we won in Pittsburgh. They oh, yeah. won in Kansas City. I think this year is different, and they do feel like a team of destiny if we're going to pick one of these teams left. Ooh, team of destiny? Sheesh. Why not? Uh, ooh, that's tough. I'm... Eagle, Eagles were already the team of destiny last year. I know. I'm, I'm actually leaning Colts. I know I, okay. know I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I think a team that's just sort of – come out of nowhere and seems like, you know, no one can stop them because they're just on a different level than anyone else. I'd go Colts. Well, yeah, I'm dying on the hill, I said. And would we actually be surprised if the Colts, because Andrew Luck was supposed to be the next great thing. Well, and he he was the next great thing until he just had no one to defend him. He literally got sacked on like every single play and his shoulder fell apart because he couldn't take so many hits. Well, actually, he, he, went to... sn- he, went, he went snowboarding and fucked up. His well, shoulder. that was when he, after he already had a shoulder injury. What a badass. I love that guy. Yeah, I'm going... one, one thing to call it. I'd call it stupid, but yeah. <laughs> I just love Andrew Luck. He's the most. Yeah, no, he's great. Man. He's awesome. I think he's, I think he's cool, but uh, I'm going charge. Like, oh, my, my shoulder hurts and I'm a hundred million dollar quarterback. Let me go eat it on a snowboard. Like not a good idea. Are you going Cody? I'm going chargers and I'm going money line again. I'm throwing my I'm, the playoffs, right? I'm throwing 15 bucks on them. I'm, I'm not a big to do a parlay of the Colts chargers. Rams so far. You going Patriots music? Yeah, I'll go Pats. I'll go Pats to cover too. It's only four. Ooh. Yeah, it's only four. Yeah, I'll probably just I'd go Pats straight up. So both of you guys, Colts is your team of destiny. You know, just kind of like yeah. the Eagles last year. Yeah. And you know, as tough as it is for me to say, I would say Chargers if I wasn't such a big rival of theirs with the Broncos fan. Um, right. You know, just the way Philip Rivers has been greasing in every week. <laughs> but a segue into our next – I could even – you could even mention the Saints as the team of destiny. Yeah. I don't know if you heard the news today, but – Oh, yeah. Storming in the locker Dude, room. so boss. Yeah, lay it down. Lay, one, one, of you, one of you guys lay down that No, story. slow no, has got you it. Lay it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, I heard he just busts into the locker room. Players are getting ready for practice with four, you know, four security guards walking around with – you know, centered around this two hundred fifty dollars worth of cash with this with Lombardi trophy. Two hundred fifty thousand, not yeah, just two fifty k. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, three thousand. Yeah, two fifty thousand. You know, and he walks in. He says, "You guys want this? You know, win three more effing games." <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, whoa! And he's been there before, and he's won, and he's won through you know more radical fucking plays like the onside kick against the Colts and Peyton Manning. So they could be a team to watch, and it's kind of unique that eagles and saints are going up against each other because to me a good game <laughs> but, oh, i don't i don't think it's going to be a good game i think oh, yeah. the saints gonna... are absolutely gonna torch philadelphia's dbs i agree and drew, yeah I drew Brees. michael thomas is gonna have a field day drew Brees is gonna go off i think they win by two touchdowns at least i think <laughs> philadelphia and it's it, nick Foles is kind of I wouldn't put it in there like he still feels like, damn, are you really going to bet against Nick Foles in this December and January? Yeah. I feel like he's, yes, re- I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's reached that, but it's in the Superdome, one of the hardest places to play in the NFL. And Drew Brees is the man. We know about their dynamic running back duo. 
And the DBs for Philly, I bet uh, with them when they played the Cowboys four weeks ago, and I came out of that one wanting to kill myself. Yeah. Because Dak Prescott was launching the ball all over the field against him. Yeah, I'd I'd definitely go uh, Saints here, and I'd lay the – I think earlier today I saw it at eight. I don't know if it's gone up even more, but I'd lay the eight. Um, It's eight. Yeah, it's eight. Yeah, I totally agree that – I think the Nick Foles thing, like, look, has he played well in some, in most of his playoff games? Like, yeah, sure. And he's played well here at the end of the season, but like, I know the bears defense is great. If not, probably the best overall defense this season, maybe them and the Ravens, but like, he really wasn't that great against them. I mean, we like kind of look back on that game because he made the one big throw at the end of the game, which, you know, look, Obviously, it was a huge throw, and he came up in a big moment again. But, like, it wasn't like he lit him up for, like, four touchdowns and, like, 500 yards. Like, they scored 16 points. He had two touchdowns and two picks. Like, and also, that's what really I keep didn't, saying. Like, right. Yeah, like, it wasn't like he was just totally lighting the world on fire. So, I, I agree and, with you, Cody. I think the Saints offense comes back just totally – runs it up on them similar to how they did the first time they played. I don't think it'll be quite that bad where it was like 48 to three or whatever it was, but I do think the saints are going to score a lot of points. And at some point the Eagles are going to shut down that run or sorry, the saints are going to shut down the Eagles run. Cause they have like one of the best run defenses in the league and they're going to force Nick Foles to have to pick them apart. And I just don't think he'll be able to keep up with Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, I do think, I mean, after, you know, Saints by a thousand after that Sean Payton move. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the Eagles surprised surprised me last week. You know, I thought the Bears were gonna, you know, in Soldier Field was Soldier Field was just gonna whoop them, and they came out and played good. Nick Foles was just getting off these throws left and right and last second, like twenty yard outs, and was blowing my mind. I I, I mean, I'm, I'm still all over the Saints minus eight. To be honest, I'd have to agree. Yeah, I just think who's their running back? Like they're running out Smallwood, aren't they? Yeah, they got yeah Smallwood and dude, your boy Sproles was getting some touches. Sproles, Josh Adams has been non. Oh yeah, Darren Sproles is first ballot Hall of very good. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I was about to say. And I just keep, I just keep like music. You said like they put up sixteen points. The Bears have a great defense, but I just kept telling myself like Trubisky was on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Trubisky. He's not putting up points. No, definitely not. And and, and like, I know his last name's Trubisky, but I like saying Trubisky. And so there was another. Have any threat, or I mean, are the Eagles any threat to the Saints? Is the Saints the elite? That's that's what I, I'm trying to figure out. Because uh, I wouldn't say el- I wouldn't say elite because I think they have a little bit of trouble in the secondary. Like I know um, Marshawn Lattimore is really good. But, you know, they had to, like, sign or trade for Eli Apple, who's not great. So, if he's Eli – Yeah, if Eli Apple he's, oh is your – If he's over your, under, if over he's under, your under, upgrade over. over whoever else was already at that position, that's not good. But I just – Here. I think they're they're good enough up front and, um, and stopping wait, the o- run. Wait, over under. Eli Apple, two and a half pass interference calls. Oh, I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Yeah, over. Music, 100%. and I thank you for bringing that up because that uh, Cowboys versus Saints game, Eli Apple might have given up six or seven PIs. Oh, got gosh. absolutely torched. And that's, they targeted him, so it's maybe, you know, 
Doug Peterson is pretty smart, and he, you know, yeah. I mean, look, hammer. It's, it's eight is possible. a lot of points. I'm up in the air, but you know, no, hammer the Saints, big dick Peyton, <laughs> fuck big dick Nick. <laughs> All right, I do have a question. This is I've been asking people this, and by people I mean people who probably don't know what the hell they're talking about, and I probably sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. But if Nick Foles wins another Super Bowl, <laughs> is there a debate that he can make the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Ooh, I think it honestly, it. it I would say there's a debate based on how he does after this season. Like he's not automatic because he was so bad in other places, like so bad that man, two, two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs, or does he not get a second MVP? Oh, that is huge. Uh, He get, no, he doesn't win a, or, now, just two Super Bowls, one MVP. Mm. Then he definitely has to have more success on a different team after this year than to be considered. Damn. It's interesting, though. It's pretty crazy. What do you think, Slow? It's funny. I was just kind of browsing the other day through Twitter and found the stats. Like, if you remove Nick Foles' uh, season with um, – shit, what's his name? <laughs> uh, Chip Kelly, Chip where you have, like – 27 no, no, touchdowns, uh, two interceptions. Seven against the Raiders. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just an argument that uh, – Oh, he, when he was with Jeff Fisher, you mean? Jeff Fisher, yeah. You know okay. The Jeff Fisher year. Yeah, he almost quit football after playing under Jeff Fisher. Can't blame him. I'm trying to yeah, him. I'm trying to find it, but, yeah. Um, I guess Nick Foles is pretty elite, and he's going to make a fat paycheck this offseason. Potential target for the Denver Broncos if we get rid of Keenum, but, I mean, it's – Good luck getting someone to take that contract. I know, right? He's only 29. Let's say he wins the Super Bowl this year. That means he's won two Super Bowls at the age of 30. You would retire. I'd retire. Yeah. No, not right before he can make his big paycheck. (laughs) That's good. That's a good point. Yeah, no way. That'd be like the dumbest decision of all time. (laughs) I mean, if Kirk Cousins got paid what he got paid, Nick Foles can get a similar contract, if not more. So then I don't know about more. That'd be tough. It'd be tough, but, you know, the salary crap increases. and If – okay, hey, if the Jaguars had Nick Foles and not Blake Bortles last year, do they beat the Patriots and go to the Super Bowl? Probably, dude. I mean – Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. Because they kind of sat on it, and Blake Bortles – I mean, it wasn't his fault that they lost, but if Nick Foles was out there, I think they would have took the training wheels off. What do you think, Slow? You thinking he gets it done? I think he gets it at least a lot better than they performed <laughs> last year. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard to hate on Blake Bortles. You know, he's such a good human being. You know, off the field, <laughs> you know, he's one of the guys. Is what I should be saying. But yeah, he's definitely one of the boys. All right, I so mean, we're all ta- we're, we're taking the Saints, Slowy. I don't know if you're going to take the Eagles. I, if you do, good luck. I don't think it's happening. I'd want but, um no no I I drew it up like this. Let's say you took the Colts to cover, the Rams just to win, the Chargers to win. Oof. And the Saints minus 8. Let's see throw 10 bucks just for the fans out there. 10 bucks to win 117. Ooh. <laughs> That's I mean, a good payout. And I guess the only thing we're all, you know, we were pretty undecided about was the Chargers Patriots, you know. Yeah. Okay, final five minutes. I don't want this shit to get deleted. It did it to me at music one time. We wasted 40 minutes of our lives. Last oh, yeah. three to five minutes right here. 
I'm a big narrative guy. I think this postseason, there's so many phenomenal narratives out there. And the first one, obviously, LA Super Bowl. That would be cool. I don't know how much the rest of the world would care, honestly. It would be great for us out here. Uh, there's Andy Reid winning his first Super Bowl. Philip Rivers winning his first, first Super Bowl. Nick Foles, that we just talked about, doing it again, which would be the drunkest sports moment in history, I believe. <laughs> uh, Drew Brees getting his second. So what do you guys think? What, what's the best narrative? And what's the best Super Bowl matchup, narrative-wise? Oh, Super Bowl matchup? Is, uh, it, is it L.A.? And who or just nah. any of those narratives I threw out there, like I because I would love to see. Oh well, I got one. I got one different than that. I would say I want Drew Brees to get his second because I think he's every bit as good as you know the Peyton Mannings and the Tom Brady's and you I know like that. Yep. put himself in that. And so in order to do that, I want it to be Drew Brees over Tom Brady and the Patriots. And so, oh man, I would love that. That'd be sick. I I don't think. If we're talking about stories, I don't think Pat should make it. You know, what if we did the you know the LA Freeway series right here in the you know in the Super Bowl Rams? I don't think Chargers. It would be cool for us, but like still, there's not giant fan bases, especially. But you have Bill Rivers winning his first, but you also have McVay at that age winning his first Super Bowl, which is insane. He's thirty. Ooh, slow with the with the pitch, dude. I like it. That's a, that's no, a good selling point. Yeah, but McVay winning at thirty four. Andy Reid, like his career has been so. It's been so great. Like he's a Hall of Fame coach. Has Andy and Reed for won him yet? to get the ice? What has Andy Reid won it yet? No. Oh, that's interesting. And he went and with the Terrell Owens playing hurt in the Super Bowl, the McNabb years. Like it would be phenomenal. And he's really adapted to this new offensive scheme said everyone wants the new hot young coordinator Andy Reid's still doing his thing and he's doing it with a freaking second year quarterback in Patrick. well hold on if, if, if Andy Reid's really doing this thing you can guarantee that the Colts are going to beat the Chiefs in some sort of fourth quarter <laughs> you're, you're, you're a dick you're an asshole you're Chargers an asshole, Chiefs I, Chargers Chiefs next round would be awesome just for that would be a lot of fun yeah as as much as I'm rooting for Rematch the Colts that, fi- that that feels like it's going to happen the third and then everyone us. would eat that up in the NFL because that last game ending on the two point conversion stones in Kansas City. Oh, so crazy. much onions, dude! So yeah. much onions. And then, I mean, I get Eagles winning again would be crazy. Mick Mill would get a following on the East Coast because he didn't attend. <laughs> but well, well, I think I think Chargers Chiefs that third matchup. I think no one would be happier than Stephen A. Smith because Hunter Henry's back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hunter Henry's back. I don't know if Derek Johnson's walking through that door. I don't think Derek Johnson is. <laughs> he may be watching the game, but I don't think he's going to be on the field. Oh, All right, guys, you could uh, take our bets. I said fade mine at the top of the show because I'm terrible, except 2019 has been good to me. I was on the right side of that Seattle two-point conversion. But, guys, thanks for coming on. Let's do this again next week. We can recap it. We can do whatever. Thank you so much for coming on for this first podcast of 2019. Sounds good. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's make let's make it. Need this. What's up? <laughs> nice. And that's it for the 10 After 7 podcast. Thanks again to my good buddies Kyle Slowey and Ryan Music. And thank you always for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 After 7 or on Instagram at 10 underscore after underscore 7. I'll be back on next week to recap the divisional round and look forward to championship weekend. Woo! Go Dodgers. Thank <laughs> you.